So, what I'm, what, in my reading about what the Bible says, justice can be seen as many things, but I see it as restoring healthy relationships. It's the means by which we restore healthy relationships. I'll give you a story that I was given a couple of days ago from an anthropologist, someone who works up in the north with mining companies. And he talked about, it was about maybe 30 years ago, that the uh, police were coming for the local Aboriginal children to take them away, to give them a proper education so they could speak English and not know any of the other stuff. And this involved basically taking the children away from their mothers, holding them in their arms, never to see them again. So the white pastoralist, the, the mother there, she told the mob to just maybe go up country and go camping for a little while, right? Just for the, for the weekend when the police were arriving to take away their children, you know. And, but, one of the, but she got sick. So one of the Aboriginal women stayed to look after her, but she had her child there, the police turned up and the police took the, chi uh, the child away and drove away and the Aboriginal woman was distraught and ran after the car until she collapsed with exhaustion. Any of you who are parents know how much you love your children and to see your child be taken, the energy it takes you know, you would do anything you could, and she did. She ran as fast as she could. She was never going to catch up, but she, she finally collapsed because physically she couldn't do what she wanted to do. Now, she never saw her child again for about 30 years, and when she saw her child, there was absolutely no rapport there, no connection at all. Something had been really hurt and damaged. And that's what I mean. Justice is about restoring healthy relationships. But also for the white woman who had tried unsuccessfully to protect the children from being taken away from their parents, she also has spent a, a lifetime of wounding. Now, nothing on the scale, you would, I would think, of the Aboriginal mother who lost her child. But still, justice is about restoring healthy relationships. And everybody gets hurt when injustice happens. It's not just the people who, who are the victims that are hurt, but there's secondary hurt all around. And so what I'm bringing today is the idea of justice uh, uh, for us to think about what does a healthy relationship look like? Because I think God wants us to be in a state of health within ourselves and within the community. Thank you, Jess. So uh, as I look at justice, uh, you may not be able to read that, but treating one's neighbour as a covenant partner. So we don't have contractual relationships. You know, there are all sorts of materialisms in this world. The Americans have their materialism, you know, different cultures have different materialisms. But we don't have a contractual relationship with each other. We have a covenant relationship, a commitment to each other that stands whether or not the other party wants it or not, if you like. We, we willingly give ourselves to the other person in, a, in their care. Now, I, I, my own experience with Christianity, uh, as a very young person, I, um, I, I was clear that God had got it all wrong, just to let you know that, you know, at the age of 10, I was, I was pretty conversed on this. And, um, you know, I heard the parable of uh, the prodigal son, and it was clear that Christ and God had it all mixed up, because clearly 
the, the boy, the son that stayed behind and was a goody two-shoes, he was the one that should have been treasured. It turns out I got that all wrong. The 10-year-old wasn't quite as clever as he thought he was. That actually, uh, that our relationship is with, with everyone, who, even those who have fallen and are hurting themselves and hurting other people in the process. What we're looking for is a relationship where we don't hurt other people and we aren't hurt by other people, but being human, we bump into each other all the time. Being human, we bump into ourselves all the time. So it's a very dynamic relationship, this question of justice. Jess, thanks. So why should we do justice? Well, it's about, oh, they, they're having, having more fun than they, we are. But I'll make sure that you la loudly call out at some point so they feel that they're missing out. Um, keeping, keeping God's will, and it, it's both seen as a divine requirement but also as a divine gift. The fact that what we're given, the idea of healthy relationships, that's doing us a favour. It's not like punishing us. Next. Next. So the important thing too that, I, that when we think about the rules that we have, they're not just about how we should live our life individually, but also how do we uh, live as a group, as a community together. So wh what does love require, not just of me, but of us? That's a question. And so today we're going to be looking at how you discern that. I can give you a whole range of issues to share with you, but actually that's not what God necessarily wants for us to go off in all these different directions. There might be the right time and moment for us to, to take up a particular uh, covenant, I guess, that, that is given to us. So it involves good, li good listening. So next, please. So really importantly, I think, and, and I don't think the church has always got this right, but justice is about having a healthy relationship with oneself. It's not about, you know, being mean or horrible to yourself or um, it's, it's about being in a balanced relationship with yourself. Service is not about suffering for its own sake. Service is actually a joy. I mean, I get the sense in this room there's a lot of joy, there's a lot of service. And do people, you know, you, you've experienced that? I mean, people who don't do service think, why are you doing that? Well, actually, I, I get something from it, you know. So, And the next is... Uh, having a healthy relationship with others. By the way, these are all wildflowers that we have here in the southwest. Do you know there are 12,000 plant species here, as many in the province of southwest that we live in as in all of North America? The diversity is incredible. You can be have a square metre here and there are, you know, dozens of different plant species and you walk a kilometre and there'll be dozens of plant species and they'll be different. That's not normal. That's not how it works in the rest of the world. We are a very special place. Just want to express gratitude for that. So having <coughs> healthy a relationship with others, well, I think that also includes the environment. You know, I think that having a relationship with God's creatures and the dynamics that we've been blessed with, that matters. Um, so, next one. This is something that's come out as I've studied a little bit about biblical justice, and that is, unlike my 10-year-old self, which authoritatively could have told you that God really cares, you know, puts number one as all the goody-two-shoes, it's actually 
God's got a partiality for the marginalised. And all the stories are about the marginalised, the people that are kicked over by the rest of the world. And we are told that actually if you're doing that, you might be following the law, but you're not following the, the, the spirit. And you need to have those intertwined. I think that's the message of today most of all. Who are the marginalised? I can, I can tell you the story. Up at, you know where Woolworths Park is, a park centre? Okay, so that in 1831, I think, was where two Aboriginal groups were fighting each other because they weren't allowed anymore. One of the groups wasn't allowed anymore where the Perth area was. So they got pushed out. So the Aboriginal people here said, you're breaking the law that's been here for thousands of years, get away. So they had a battle with each other. That's at the park, right? And then you go, you get on the freeway and you go over Lake Munger because the freeway actually goes over Lake Munger. And Lake Munger was underneath it. But just at Lake Munger, that was where there was a massacre as well. Now, I don't want to bring... I want to bring a sense of shame about that, but it's a shame for everybody. But it's also part of our landscape. Connecting with what really happened is the first step for moving on. We're not pretending, not forgetting, but, but acknowledging. And, and I believe that it matters to the divine what we do about what's really true. How do we have a healthy relationship with people? And we don't do that by forgetting what happened. We, we find processes of forgiveness and restoring health. Next one. There is so much to be done. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about that in a, in a moment, but there are so many issues. And a friend of mine once said to me, Adrian, why, you know, I want to get involved, but what, what, do I, what should I get involved in? There's so much. How do you work out what to get involved in? And at the time, because <clears throat> I was a very smart 30-year-old. I thought, you just go after everything. And, uh, but I have to tell you, in case you've not tried it, it's exhausting. <laughs> and, um, and sometimes it's much better to work on something that you can do here and now that's real and authentic and it gives you all the lessons and the skill and I think it, it's, it, helps, you be, it helps you learn what a healthy relationship looks like. Because I must warn you, if any of you have ever tried helping people, it's really complicated. You thought it was simple, it's really complicated. Want to wreck things? Help people badly. So in a sense, there is so much to be done, but work on what's real for you and learn and be humble about all the mistakes that you will make, but at least you're working, you've started that service towards healthy relationships with people. And that will be part of the journey. No, don't do that, that doesn't help me. Is, is something uh, we've all got to listen to. I th it popped into my mind that men especially have to learn that, but that might be another issue. So next slide. So I'll, I'll come with the idea that thy will be done. I think this is a moment of freedom for me when I decide, rather than what I think is right, I'm going to do some good listening. And when I listen, I might get some instructions. Now, I've got my time and God's time, and it turns out to be different. I want to know now, immediately, so I can get started. But that's not how it works. I might need a bit of cleansing out first, so I can hear properly and not help in a bad way. Next one. 
So what is thy will? Today we'll be looking at how we discern in ourselves. What's our process of discernment? So I'm not going to be talking to you about a whole bunch of issues around the Treaty on the Prohibition of International Weapons, which outlaws nuclear weapons and which, as you would expect, Australia refuses to sign. I'm not going to talk to you about that, but you can talk to me later. I'm not going to talk to you about homelessness. That's an issue that's around us. I'm not going to talk to you necessarily about uh, the fact that the... Um, oh, look, there's so much. I'm not. I'm going to let you discern what's real and living in you as a community, because that's what matters. It's not what I think. Um, so we'll do some processes of discernment. And next... Oh, such a lot of words. But I will leave this with... Um, I'll leave this with Matt. Something really weird happened to the photograph there. It doesn't matter. There's a book called The Little Book of Biblical Justice that was recommended to me. And the, the heart of it is you've got mercy and you've got justice and you need both. And the, the highlighted bit, if we understand justice in terms of restoring healthy relationship, mercy is often the best way to get there. Mercy helps to bring out rather than to interfere with justice. So, you know, we need mercy, we need forgiveness. We need rules. We need a dynamic, healthy relationship. It's not something that stops still. Next. Too many words on that one. So, yeah, that's interesting. We're go yeah, once, once we have discernment, once we think we're getting where we are, then we need to test it with each other. Because the, the tradition I come from, which is Quakers, Early on, people did a lot of listening to God and sometimes they got a strong message and went out and did it and it turned out that dancing naked under the moon, or the equivalent, is not what God really wanted to do. It was just a surge of insanity. Actually, what happened was that in Bristol, there was a particular Quaker who went into Bristol on a donkey saying, and then people were saying, you know, it's the, the, new, the new order is coming in. And it was like, what have you gone and done? So we have rules that when in our community that when people have got good ideas, actually, let's sit and talk about this before we go and do anything. Yeah? We need to have some depth and certainty and pray about it and be thoughtful and meditate on it. And when we're sure, and there are some ways that you can be sure, then we'll move together. It might take some time. It might not be in your time. It might be in divine time. So, anything else? We're just, there's some nice flowers there, beautiful creation. They're taken yesterday. They've gone and flipped on the side. It doesn't matter. It's sort of still... There are many ways of looking at justice, many ways of looking at flowers. So, there's a lot of bounty to be had, a lot of blessings. All right, so we don't need any more slides for the moment. It's got to that really interesting time, which is where we're going to... Um, we're going to start with questions and we'll just go around and we'll keep talking with each other until till we don't we've done what we need to do so i'm going to get you to talk uh in pairs and when i put my hand if you could put your hand up and stop speaking we then move on and we have another question and the good thing about this is you get to know people a little bit better so the first question is um you know how when when you when you hear the word justice what comes to mind? It might be CSI Miami, it might not be anything to do with God's justice, but what, what does justice mean to you in your life? And if you don't know, talk about what you don't know. Now, the, what I'd like you to do is make sure that everyone gets equal time to talk. Can you do that? Because some people are really good talkers, 
Other people are really good listeners. I want you to mix it up a little bit, so be all right with your silence. Let's see how we go. A couple of minutes talking about justice. We hope you've enjoyed this week's message. Follow us on Instagram at The Lift Church or on Facebook at Lift Church Perth. That will give you all the up-to-date information about what's happening in the life of our church. Thanks again for listening. God bless.